And now, coming at you from the Five Star Physique Studio in Knoxville, Tennessee, this is The Drop Set with your host, Darren Starr. Good morning, everybody, and uh, welcome to uh, episode number eight, sure, of The Drop Set. Um, it's May 6th, 2019. This is a spoiler-free Zone, but I'm still recovering from uh, uh, episode four of Game of Thrones last night. There was a point where uh, my mouth was wide open and my hand covering it for like a minute and a half as I was trying to come to grips with what had just happened, and I was not okay with that. And it was not at the end. Surprisingly, I had I, I didn't have a whole lot emotionally invested in that. But earlier, yeah, you bet that was uh, that was very hard to watch. So um, that's all I'm gonna say. <sighs> um. What do we got? You know what? There's no spoilers, but I am going to issue a profanity alert because it's coming. Because there are a couple things here that have me really pissed off. And uh, I don't know. What do you think? Should we just get to those right out of the gate? Do I want to tease it a little bit? Do we just talk about it later? I don't know. I don't know. Um, why don't we do both? Why don't we do both? So, um, first of all... Um, there's an organization out there that I'm going to guess most of you probably have not heard of. And this is the, hold on, I had to actually look uh, to see what the, um, what the uh, organization actually stood for here. It's a, an, orga an organization that is uh, known as the Physical Culture Association or the PCA. Um, this came from the UK. This organization started there. And, uh, I mean, it's, it's a, a, a bodybuilding organization like the NPC or the IFBB or whatever. I mean, they're an organization they put on shows. So you could go to, uh, you could compete in or attend a PCA show that is in your area. And so on their website, if you go to officialpcausa.com, upcoming events, you can get an idea for where they're at and how big they are, etc. So the shows that they have listed right now um, for the year, and this is like going for the entire year because they have them backdated as well. So um, Illinois was in March. Um, then they had Florida, Alabama, Florida again, Georgia, Florida again, Illinois again, Tennessee, and Florida again. So uh, really, you know, eastern half of the country, mostly in the southeast, really heavy in Florida. Um, the Illinois shows, they seem to be a little bit of an outlier because other than that, they're really in the, uh, in, they're hardcore in, in the uh, south southeast. So, um, but one of those is, is the Tennessee. Tennessee show. And so you look at it right now and there's a date for everything this year, like an official date, April 7th, June 15th, July 7th. For Tennessee, it just says September. So I'm like, what? So I have a client, Cheryl. Hi, Cheryl, um, who is looking at doing this show um, because it says PCA Tennessee in Knoxville, Tennessee. Registration will open soon. And she's like, I want to do a show in Knoxville so I can come and, you know, compete in, in Darren's hometown. He can come see me, etc. Because, you know, I... I, I'm not, well, okay, I'm not 100% opposed to going to shows, um, but my travel radius is pretty small, <laughs> just because uh, going to shows ain't my favorite thing in the world, I'm not going to lie, and, uh, you know, travel isn't my favorite thing in the world either, um, so there are a lot of shows that happen in Nashville, that's two and a half hours away, if I'm going to Nashville, there better be a damn good reason for it, um, I've been once actually. And since I've moved to Knoxville, it's been about six years. 
<clears throat> excuse me, um, and I've been to Nashville precisely once. So um, it, it takes a lot to get me out of town, basically. So, But hey, uh, there, there's an NPC show in Knoxville. I go there every year. This PCA show, I would totally go to it as well. So um, it still says on their website that it is in Knoxville, Tennessee. But I have inside word that no, it is actually going to be in Memphis this year. Um, which I, I believe this is the first year that this show would have been in town anyway. Um, the first year that this show has existed. But no, it is not going to be in Knoxville. It's going to be in uh, in Memphis. And you might say, well, you know, it's still in Tennessee, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's like saying, you know, something is in, uh, if, if something's in Houston and then it gets moved to El Paso, that's good enough, right? I mean, I've, I've got a fair bit of listeners in Texas, I think. Am I getting the geography right? Does that sound at all reasonable? Because uh, Knoxville to Memphis is not at all reasonable. I'm going to plug in uh, the time here just so that I can, uh, I, I'm, I won't be making this up. And then I will uh, actually have some data to back me up if my computer would cooperate here. Come on, dude. Here we go. There we go. So from Memphis to Knoxville... How long is that? How long of a drive is that? That's about six hours. Yep, three hours by plane. Costs 325 bucks, it says. Um, so, wait, what is this route versus this route? That's weird. Okay. <laughs> they're uh, just, uh, they're, they're, oh, Greyhound is the other one versus driving it. Okay, yeah. I'm not going to take the Greyhound. Um, for eight hours and 20 minutes, I will drive it at five hours and 40 minutes, five hours and 40 minutes, almost 400 miles. That's a long trip. That's a boring stretch of I 40 as well. So, um, yeah, it, it's, uh, it's all, it's as far apart as two cities can be in the same state pretty much. So, uh, it's in a different time zone in fact. So there's that. Uh, so moving a show from Knoxville to Memphis, uh, God, I mean, I'm so annoyed by that because I was, I was actually looking forward to this, to going and competing there and seeing Cheryl and being able to, you know, support her on show day. Now in, in Memphis, no, I mean, come on, that's, uh, that ain't going to happen. <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm really, really bummed about that. Um, and I'm annoyed, um, because now is about the time when we should be starting prep for that. And so you're just now moving this. And I think they had issues securing a venue or something like that. That, that I understand that. Don't announce the show until you have a venue secured. You dipshits. Oh, I'm pissed. I'm so pissed about that. I just, I don't know. I don't know. So while we're at it, I, I'm in a, a, a mood where I'm, I'm feeling like it's time to blow off some steam. So I'm going to stay in this mood and then I'm going to go get a leg workout and then I'm going to come back and finish recording this later in the day. So um, we'll see how effective this is. The other issue that I have is this announcement from the NPC on Saturday. Um, so they have announced, and so I, I am coming into this, you know, fairly blind. Um, a, a client pointed this out to me. I had not seen it otherwise. Um, I don't follow the NPC on social media. I don't care. Um, I do find them to be a lousy organization, and everything I'm about to tell you just proves that. So um, on May 4th, on, on Saturday, they announced that they are, um, for 2020, bringing in a new a new division a wellness division which apparently is very popular overseas because in their announcement video that's really the only thing that they say about it um so this is a video it was uh if you get rid of the uh, flash introduction on this youtube video it's a two minute and 50 second video and so you have to kind of search for it as well i had to dig through the npc website a little bit to find it and you go to it and here's the page it's announcing this video and so what is on the page well, it's the video. It's a screenshot from the video. 
and that's it. There's no text on the page, nothing like that, no additional details. So the video is the announcement in its entirety, just like um, if you go and look at um, the classic physique guidelines on the NPC website, the primary thing that's still up there, although finally they, they, they do have information on like, you know, posing and the, the weight limits for height classes, et cetera. They have that stuff posted now, but still up there is the same horribly produced, horribly thought out, unscripted, off the cuff video of them sitting around the table as they announced this division where they probably were just sitting there and they're like, you know, we need, we need a new division because we need to make some more money and get more people into the shows. Hey, who's got a phone? Who's got a phone? Can you record this? We're going to talk about this right now. We're going to announce this right now. Um, that's the level of thought that went into that. Um, and it's the same level of thought that appears to have gone into this, except um, everybody's dressed up and they're standing in front of a backdrop. Um, but they're still, you know, just passing a microphone around as everybody can talk. And, you know, it's, it's, uh, who is it? It's uh, Frank Seppi, who's kind of the, uh, I don't know what his affiliation is with the NPC, but he's kind of acting like the uh, MC or the host of this video. Um, and then there's uh, Jim Mannion, Tyler Mannion, and Sandy Williamson. And so they pack, pass the mic back and forth so that everybody can talk about this without anybody really saying a fucking thing about it. Like, I mean, it's, I encourage you, well, no, I don't encourage you to go watch it, watch it because they will probably just make money off ad revenue from more video, more views that they get. I will tell you right now, there's not a damn thing on it. I've transcribed a couple of parts of it, um, just so that you can see just how insipid and devoid of content and thought this really is. This is a horrible idea. So it will start in 2020. Um, as Jim Mannion said, quote, We've had a lot of requests for it. First of all, who who in the United States has heard of this? It's new to me. I don't know. I haven't looked it up, so I don't know what's involved. But um, I I don't I haven't heard of it. I don't know anybody who's heard of it. Um, as uh, you know, Tyler alludes to later in the video, Tyler Manning, he says that in uh, Brazil and Mediterranean countries, it's very big there. Okay, so. Understood. Got that. Um, Sandy Williamson also had this fantastic quote, and I would like everybody to, to make use of this. She said, and I quote, we listen to the athletes. Okay. And, and that was her justification for saying, well, you know, you've all asked for this, and so we we're listening to you. And first of all, I call complete and utter, total, 100% bullshit on that. Nobody has asked for this. Nobody's asked for it. You know, you know what? As a competitor, you know what I need? I need another division at shows so that I can go there and have it be even longer. Yes, that is what I need. I need more people backstage. Um, I think, you know, I, I'm going to speculate a little bit here. I think the wellness division, first of all, I, I think it's just for women. I don't know. This is the level of detail that is absent in this announcement. It is fucking embarrassing. I did put on that profanity alert, so I don't feel too bad about going off the rails here a little bit. This is a great example of how you don't run an organization. I mean, this is just an absolute atrocity as far as how you roll something out. So they're putting out this announcement now, and what they've said, uh, and... Um, this is it. This is the sum total of everything in this two minute and 50 second video with an 18 second flash introduction. This is the sum total of what's in here. We've had a lot of requests for it. We listen to athletes. It's popular in Brazil and in the Mediterranean area. People love wellness overseas. More info in September or October. That's it. That's the whole fucking announcement. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? What the shit is this? I mean, oh, 
it I'm I'm not the oh, oh god. Taz, I'm sorry Taz. I'm not mad at you, buddy. <laughs> he's he's slinking over the desk like, "Oh god, dad's pissed off at me. What did I do?" It's okay. You want to come up here? You want to come jump up on me? No, you're shaking your head no. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. I'm not mad at you, buddy. Oh, poor guy. Okay, I need to chill out a little bit. Deep breath, deep breath, namaste. Oh, I can do this. I can do it. I can do it. I can do this. I'm good. I'm good, buddy. Thank you. Yeah, I'll give you a treat before I go go to the gym, okay? Yeah, I'm sorry, buddy. I'll just keep petting you. How about that? Um, so more info to come in September or October. So they, they get, you know, four or five months to figure out what the fuck they're doing here, basically, because they have seriously no clue, obviously, right now. Um, is it men, women, both? Uh, what is it? What are the criteria? I mean, <laughs> uh, anyway, we're going to announce more information in September, October. Okay, so basically just in time for people to start prepping for shows where this would be uh, an a, event that they can compete in or a division that they can compete in. Um, so uh, they say that they listen to the athletes. Okay, cool. Well, let me get to that in a moment here, first of all. L let's speculate a little bit. Um, uh, I'm going to try, although I, I don't anticipate I'll get much from this. So um, if I uh, look for NPC wellness division. Okay, so I see, I see some videos here where it looks like people are uh, uh, not happy about this. Um, okay, so categories, eliteproifbb.com, whatever the hell that is. Um, so... I'm assuming, yeah, so this is affiliated with the actual IFBB. Okay, so um, let's see. Elite Pro Women Body Fitness, Bikini Fitness, Men's Physique, Women Fitness, Women's Physique. First of all, they can't decide if it's women or women's on anything here. They're using both. And then Elite Pro Women's Wellness Fitness. Okay, so this is, uh, this is from EliteProIFBB.com. So the Wellness Fitness Division is intended for women who prefer a muscular physique without muscle separation, athletic and aesthetically pleasing with a bigger body mass than in bikini fitness. From this point of view, wellness fitness is placed somewhere between bikini fitness and women's physique. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's what figure is. Sorry, that was an interjection. Uh, continuing, quote, assessing of the physique, judging criteria and rounds are the same like women's bikini fitness. Competitors perform quarter turns in all rounds plus individual eye-walking presentation in the finals. Vertical proportions, legs to upper body length, are one of the key factors. Uh, pause, time out, let me just stop there. So we are judging you on something that you have absolutely no control over whatsoever. How long your legs are compared to your torso. What's the fucking point of that? I don't know. Continuing. Horizontal proportion, hips and waist to shoulder width, may favor women with a bit bigger hips, thighs, and buttocks. Okay, okay. There's one wellness fitness category. So basically, um, you know, what I'm looking for here, um, physique, fitness, men's physique, bikini, body fitness, pro class. Okay, so yeah, the, the, the terminology here, so body fitness is basically figure. So they have that already. They have bikini, they have women's physique. This is supposed to be somewhere between bikini and physique, which is what body fitness is. So basically, uh, I think it's like figure slash body fitness, but maybe a little less conditioned. Um, 
I, I'm sorry, y'all. I don't get it. What is the point of this? I mean, it's it's a money grab. I think it's a fallback. So if you're if you're going for figure or physique, but you're going to miss your mark as far as condition, you're like, well, I can just do wellness. I guess that's fine. I mean, this is going to end up being a a. a a, an also ran division for people who were targeting some other division, but then decided, you know, either at, at check-in or at the last minute, can I, can I switch my, uh, can I switch my division to wellness just because they think they will have a better chance there. Um, here's the main point also that, that I'm getting from this. So um, without, I mean, the, the only thing that they really say is, you know, prefer a muscular physique without muscle sap separation. Um, and then, the, 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 I mean, the, the grammar on this thing is horrible. I'm sorry. Just as a, as a guy who has an appreciation for the English language, this is really poorly written. Um, it's supposed to be athletic and aesthetically pleasing. Okay, well, that is true of every division, I guess. So that doesn't really separate this from anything else. But without muscle separation. Okay, so basically just less conditioned. So you could say, well, um, there was a, a, there's been an outcry lately, especially in the professional ranks, that for you know figure and women's physique, especially, they're um, rewarding levels of conditioning that are just too great, you know, too too lean, too hard, too separated, and so we're trying to dial that back down a little bit. Well, guess what? The way to do that is to fix your fucking judging standards, not by creating yet another division. Oh my God. How many people do we need in these shows? How many registration fees do promoters need to collect? How many NPC cards do they need to sell uh, in order to stay afloat? Well, the answer might be a lot because clearly they run this thing like it's a fly-by-night operation out of the trunk of somebody's car. It, it, the level of organization here is pathetic. So I know I'm not winning any friends at the NPC. It's okay. None of them listen to this anyway. I know that. But holy shit, people. I mean, this is, uh, it's, it's, it's bad. This is embarrassing. So now, whew, let's see what we got. We've got bikini. We've got fitness. Fitness is still around. We've got figure, we've got wellness, we've got women's physique. I guess some shows still have bodybuilding as well. That's six divisions for women. And then for guys, you've got men's physique, classic physique, and bodybuilding. So that's nine divisions. Ugh. So there's going to be, uh, uh, supposedly there'll be um, uh, an eye walk or some kind of an individual walk, but probably since this does appear to be a, a, a division with heels, supposedly no posing routine at least, which is great because we've been adding way too many of those. I mean, it's just too much. Too much. Th this, is a, um, this is a division that doesn't have a need. There's no reason for this to exist. Um, if you, if you want to tone down the conditioning a little bit and give space for people to compete who don't want to come in quite as conditioned, first of all, it's a bodybuilding competition, so I'd suggest you just suck it up and get the conditioning there. And if you don't want to do it, if you don't want to get there, don't compete. You know, I, I don't really hear a whole lot of women saying, well, I want to like I'm in bikini, but, you know, I, I don't want to compete in figure because that's just too lean for me. I mean, you know, no, it's it's more like I don't want to I don't want to put on that kind of muscle or I don't want to go from figure to physique because I don't want to put on that kind of muscle or I don't think I can necessarily get lean enough to do it. In which case, well, you know, th this isn't necessarily going to help you. Um <laughs> because you know if you're already competing in figure you know the, the thing is it, it's it's giving you a reason to to do less and still compete so i don't know i 
I'm not articulating my thoughts here pretty well. I, I'm, I'm not. Uh, I'm not really explaining them very well. I think it's pretty clear where I stand on this for a whole host of reasons. I think it's a shit idea. I think it's terrible, and I think they should just wind back the clock and undo it and say, "Oh, you know what? We made a mistake on that. That was a premature announcement. Um, we're not ready for." Or you know what? I guarantee you, nobody's been asking for this. In spite of what they say, nobody's asked for this. They, they thought of another way that they could make some extra money, and so they rolled it out because, yeah, that's what we need. More divisions, more people at shows, more shows running, finals running until 2 a.m. That's what we need. Yes, please, more of that. More shows taking two days. Yes. Promoters really want that, too, because that's an extra day that you have to pay for facility rentals. So, yes, that's great. Yeah, that, that'll, that's good. That's going to really help them break even even better there. So, um, no, uh, I, I guarantee nobody's been asking for this. So, Here's what you do, NPC. You've promised us more information in September and October. What you do is you let those months roll by and you don't say a single thing and you just forget this. You remove the page from your website and you don't make any announcement because nobody is going to come back and ask you, hey, what's up with that? Or if they do, you know, then you can just say no comment or, oh, you know, we, we had a change of plans. Yeah, forget it. Just drop it, drop it, let it go. Nobody wants this. Nobody wants it. So, and by nobody, I mean me. So, um, yeah. So there you go. That's uh, that's what you got. That's what you got. So, um, I do have more to talk about. But now that I'm all worked up, and 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 Taz was the uh, <laughs> was the one who had to do. I'm so sorry, buddy. I'm so sorry. You good boy. Yes. Okay, um, so I do have more that I want to talk about, um, <laughs> but we're, we're going to save that for after the break. So I'm going to take another one of those patented breaks where um, there will be about a one second gap here, but it will end up being probably about, if I had to guess, probably about five hours or so. So I'm going to go get in a workout, come back, do a little bit of work. Um, I'll give you, give you an update on the backyard situation as well, because I know everybody's dying for that. I promise I'll keep it brief this time um, and then we'll take it from there. So um, wish me luck on legs. Peace out. I'll be right back. And we're back just like that. I said it'd be about, what, five hours, something like that? I think it was just about that. It was, uh, it's uh, currently one o'clock. So a few things came to mind just, uh, you know, in, in between the time I was uh, here before and now. A few things. First of all, um, I just need to get this off my chest. I was just browsing around Instagram and I, uh, I opened it up with uh, every intention of... Uh, posting something and instead just got stuck scrolling through the feed and looking at stuff. And this advertisement came up. Um, it was a sponsored post from uh, Blackstone Labs. And it's PJ Braun in his uh, white polo shirt here talking about Letro XT. So if you know anything about um, cycle and post-cycle stuff, you know, clearly that's a takeoff of Letrozole, which is an anti-estrogen. Um, and he's promoting this as an anti-estrogen type product. And it's something that's... Uh, much more uh, powerful than some other product he sells, which he calls Eradicate, which I can only assume has been designed to uh, emulate the effects of Aromacin or Arumidex or something like that. And so he's saying specifically, like, you use this while you're on cycle. Those were his words in the video. To which I say, anybody who's on cycle, why are you going to buy this instead of just getting Letrozole or Arumidex from your source? 
uh, <laughs> why, why are you going to get some knockoff brand? I don't know what the active ingredients are in this, but I can tell you this. If it's not letrozole, it's not going to act like it. And that is a seriously, seriously powerful medication and not typically something that you want to run um, when you're on cycle, unless you're just really, really prone um, to those kind of side effects. But um, so usually aromacin is a little bit weaker. Arumidex is usually right in the sweet spot for most people. But um, you also don't want to completely obliterate your estrogen levels. Like you want to suppress them to keep them from, you know, because the natural balance is when your testosterone goes up, your estrogen wants to go up to, to kind of match that so they stay in relative balance. So you want to tamp down the estrogen so it doesn't go up proportionally, but you don't want to just absolutely obliterate it and wipe it out either. So um, if you could take something that would reduce your estrogen to zero, that would cause serious, serious problems. Um, you don't want that. Um, so I, I don't understand though. I mean, the, the idea being, and, and I've always found Blackstone Labs to be kind of a shit-slash-shady company, and this was before the indictments came down that we talked about several episodes ago. Um, you know, they're, they're peddling, you know, pro-hormones, pro steroid knockoffs, and things like that um, to people who, frankly, just don't want to pull the trigger on taking actual anabolics. I get that. Because you can buy stuff from Blackstone Labs, um, and it's it's legal. Um, I don't necessarily think it's good, or I mean, I, the stuff is effective. I just think that the side effects of a lot of this stuff that they're marketing are um, fairly harsh, and certainly much more significant than they would lead you to believe from their marketing materials. And I think it's a it's a bad way to go. And I, it just kills me to see people out there who are hawking this stuff for them as affiliates. Um, because those people don't really understand the ramifications of this stuff either. They just know that, hey, I've got a sponsor and I'm getting free product. Woohoo, sweet. Um, it's a bad deal. It's a bad deal. Um, so what I don't understand though is getting a product and marketing it to somebody who has already said, you know, F it, screw this stuff. I'm taking the real stuff. Legality be damned. And then trying to, you know, sell some knockoff anti estrogen product here. Instead of the real thing, which, you know, if you are acquiring testosterone or other anabolic compounds, you've got a source that can provide you this stuff as well. So I just don't, it doesn't make any, any sense. So anyway, that's, uh, that's that so for, for what it's worth, which uh, honestly ain't much, <laughs> ain't much. Um, so uh, let's see, I also posted a, uh, this is kind of a heartwarming story. Um, yesterday I posted something in my Instagram story that was, um, what was the exact wordage that I used? It was... Um, I was thinking of adding a question to my assessment form, rate your comfort level with profanity, <laughs> just because, you know, as you can tell from what you've heard on this podcast so far, I'm not always rated G. And, uh, frankly, with, with some clients, it's like, you know, they, they come out right out of the gate and like in their contact form, um, I got one yesterday and it was great. He's like, I'm just in it and I don't want to do any bullshit. So have me do whatever. I'm like, all right, my man. Um, cool. Thanks for breaking the ice on that one. So I just feel like I like to be, you know, hashtag professionalism on this one. Right. Uh, but nonetheless, uh, sometimes it's just easier not to have to censor yourself. You know, it, it's why it's so difficult for me to be around kids because I have to self-censor myself all the time. And it's, uh, it's tricky. It's very difficult. Um, so it came back and, uh, the, the heartwarming story of this is, um, cause I used one of those little sliders where you can slide it all the way to the right. And it's like, you know, the googly eyes with the hearts. Um, and Every single respondent gave me a, a full on all the way, yes, comfortable with it. So that's my crew right there. I appreciate that. So, um, which is to say, if you're not a potty mouth, we can still be friends. I get it. And I'm not judging for that. But uh, it's just, it's, it's harder to talk to those people. <laughs> it's like when I go home, 
mom, you're not listening to this, are you? Dad, I hope not. God. Um, yeah, <laughs> this will be your, your surest indication that you've failed as parents if you listen to this podcast. So, um, But thankfully, I'm bearing this at about the 28-minute mark, so I know you haven't made it this far. Even if you popped it up for some random reason, uh, you, aren't, uh, you aren't still here. So the other thing I wanted to talk about was today's leg workout, which was great. Um, no issues with it. Uh, everything went really well. I did a line leg curl. had a had what, about 10, 5 to 10-pound weight bumps across the board on everything? Five. Um, and then I moved into a, a V-squat, just a plate-loaded machine squat. I do it reverse. Um, it's uh, you know it's the, the arsenal strength training equivalent of a hammer strength V-squat machine. Uh, mechanically, it's pretty much the same thing. You can really load just a ton of weight on that thing and grind it out. Um, my warm-up sets were at 200 and 400 pounds of added weight. Then I did a set of 10 at 535, set of 8 at 625, a set of 6 at 670. And then I backed down to 625, which was the um, weight that I got eight reps at, and I managed to grind out 15, searching for failure there, and that felt really good. Um, and then I went to the wide stance leg press, and this is the moral of the story for this week. So the protocol calls for 3 by 12 and then one set of 24 rest-pause style, so taking breaks as needed, but keep them short, 15 seconds or so. Um, last week, this was a new move last week. I hadn't done it before. Um, I hadn't done a bilateral leg press in a couple months, actually. I'd done some single leg work, um, and I'd, I'd worked in the vertical leg press actually, but this one I'm just going for a standard um, 45 degree wide stance leg press. Um, so it's a machine I hadn't used in a little while, so I'm like, okay, we'll start kind of conservative here. So my three sets of 12, I did it, I'm just talking added weight here, 470, 560, and 610. So I'm like, all right, cool. And I, I knew that 610, I'm like, okay, we're getting up there, but you know, I, I've, I, I'm feeling this okay. And then I did the rest pause set at that same weight, managed it without any breaks. So I knew like, okay, we can step it up a little bit. So today, um, last week I opened at 470, today I opened at 500. Um, and that felt, quite frankly, even after coming off the increases on the V squat, as opposed to last week for the previous exercise, um, that felt pretty easy and pretty doable, a 30 pound jump. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, so then, um, last week I made a 90 pound jump up to 560. This week I made a 145 pound jump up to 645. Um, so that's <laughs> pretty aggressive. So that's a, what, 85 pounds, um, heavier than set two last week. Got that. No problem. So then I'm like, screw it. We're going to go for the gold here. I made another 90 pound jump up to 735 and got that for 12. And again, felt good felt productive. So that's a full 125 pounds over what I did last week. And then I knocked out the um, rest pause set of 24 um, at the same weight um, with no significant breaks. I did have to pause a couple of times, not long enough for me to rack up the weight, but just to you know try and let a little bit of a little bit of tension and fatigue escape out of the muscles a little bit. So I took a couple of four or five second breaks in there and then just kept grinding out. So um, it felt really, really great, frankly. But that um, that represents a pretty big jump, 125 pounds um, on the last two sets up from last week and uh, still managing to do that rest pause work without a break. So um, yeah, pretty stoked about that. Pretty stoked. Um, the final topic that I wanted to cover this week um, was a, a kind of a quickie and it came about from last week. And you know, one other thing, first of all, um, I was thinking about the segment that I recorded before going to the gym this morning um, about PCA and then about the wellness division as well. And I was thinking like, man, I was really kind of harsh and scattershot. And I was just throwing around a lot of really, you know, frustrated angst without really being super read in on it. Um, and I thought about like, you know what, I should just re-record that and try to come at it a little bit more even keeled. And then I'm like, you know what? No, 
I'm not going to do that because this is my reaction and I'm just going to own it. So <laughs> there you go. Um, I thought about it. I thought about filtering myself a little bit and then decided not to. So yeah, what you heard there, that was first take material. Second take, quite frankly, probably would have started out much more diplomatic and then devolved into that as I would have talked myself out of censoring myself and realized, you know what, I should have just kept the first take after I was a few minutes into redoing it. So anyway, there you go. Um, I wanted to talk about, I mean, I alluded to this a little bit in the last episode last week on Friday, I think, um, demotivational coaches. Um, coaches that use, uh, that, that really just don't know how to speak to people. Um, and honestly, I, I mean, I hear so many stories and they're all of a similar theme. Uh, well, not all. I mean, they, they fall into several categories. Basically, it's just, you know, not understanding how human beings work. And the thing is, um, you have to understand that human beings work differently. They're not all a, a homogenous unit. They, they're, you know, what works on one person isn't going to work on the other person. So, um, You've got to, and, and for what I do, you know, the vast, overwhelming majority of all of my interactions with my clients are written. Um, I don't commonly talk to them on the phone. I mean, if, if it seems appropriate, then I'll arrange a call, or if it's requested, we'll arrange a call and talk it out. But um, more often than not, um, I'm doing everything just off the written word. So um, what that means is that that's all I have to rely on to understand kind of what makes somebody tick. And so it's a combination of that seeing how they they um, communicate and what they post on social media um, if they if they do and trying to glean from that some idea of their their brain programming and what makes somebody tick so you'll get some people um, and, and I would put myself in this category that don't respond well to oh what's the best way to say this blunt and honest feedback like if, if I'm not doing my job um, as, as a client for somebody else um, and, and like like my coach if, if she was going to motivate me the way to do it would be you know kind of like with with soft gloves like if you want to get a good response out of me um, it's gonna be like hey you know what that that you know this, this last week it wasn't your best, but I get it. You know, this was going on, that was going on. Let's see what we can do and like strategize. Like, how can we, you know, come at this a different way? What if we set little goals here and there, et cetera? And, and that's what would work for me. If somebody said, you just suck this week and you need to do better, I would shut down and that'd be game over for me. I mean, it's just how my brain works. I don't respond well to that kind of feedback. Some people do. Um, and you've got to know the difference. And those are the extremes. And then there's a whole bunch of gray area in there as well. I think the problem that a lot of coaches make is they assume everybody falls into that latter category of, you know, responding well when they get called out on some BS. Um, and, you know, frankly, there's a right and a wrong way to deal with that as well. Um, like, you know, if somebody, I'll give you an example here. This is somebody, um, no names, um, but somebody that I'd worked with before who took a break um, and then they came back and they were like, all right, I'm ready to do it. Let's hit it. Um, no excuses this time out. And I get their first check-in um, about eight days later, right on schedule. Um, but there's only two or three days worth of data in there. And they said, well, I got, I got the plan on a Wednesday and I just made it up in my mind to start on Monday. And I said, um, that was a bad decision. And I need you to reevaluate if you're really serious about this, um, because you, you, you've been telling me for a long time, like, you're ready to do it, ready to do it, ready to do it. And then you get the plan and you wait five days before you jump on it. Like, that, that's not what I'm looking for. And that's not going to work. Um, and that will not work going forward. And you know what? 
it was exactly the right response that I got from them. They said, you are totally right. I was making an excuse for myself and I didn't even realize it. Uh, and you know, there's nothing we can do about it, but it's just about recognizing, um, that behavior, which is a default behavior. A lot of us has like, Oh, it's not the right time. Let's wait. And you know, maybe the right time is several months down the road. Maybe the right time is well after this weekend. Cause you know, I want to have a little going away party for myself. Um, to which I always say, why you're just going to make the job that much harder once you start, <laughs> you know, start now. What are you waiting on? I, uh, I send plans to people a lot of times and, um, you know, it's like the, we go through the process where they do an assessment form. They send me pics. I have a couple follow-up questions. I'm like, all right, I'm ready to go. I can deliver on Thursday. You ready for that? Sure. We set up payment. We're good to go. Um, and then uh, I deliver on Thursday, and they get everything. They're like, great. When do you want me to start? I'm like, now? <laughs> Yesterday? <laughs> you start the second you have it. Like, well, what if I start the diet on Monday? I'm like, can we start now? <laughs> what what are we waiting for? I know you've got to uh, you know you've got to go grocery shopping, but especially if there's if it's a macro based diet, I'm assuming you already have food in the house, right? Put something together to hit these numbers. Make it perfect later. Um, get on the workouts right now. You get the plan. Drive to the gym and go work out right then. <laughs> Some people be like, well, I want to finish up my current workouts that I'm on. And I'll start these next week. I'm like, no. You're coming to me because your current workouts aren't getting it done. So we'll start on these new ones and let's start it right now. <laughs> Let's stop it. Um, but a lot of coaches, they just have the wrong tactic. And they, they assume that everybody wants to be given things straight and blunt to the point of being like rude and deconstructive. Um, and I hear these stories all the time. And it just makes me wonder, like, I've never had anybody respond positively to anything that would, e I mean, actually, I don't know because I've never said anything that could be interpreted as being rude, um, because I never would, but I can't imagine anybody would respond well to that. I mean, you put somebody in a defensive position like that, they're just going to shut down. Like, you can call somebody out on some BS without being a jackass about it. You don't have to be rude about it, but you can just say, like, like in the previous example, hey, you, you were eager to start, and then we waited five days. What's up with that? You should have started right then. You know, it's not calling out, you know, it's not calling into question their value as a human being or anything like that or uh, you know, anything like that. But um, it just doesn't make sense to me why somebody would think that that's going to elicit any kind of positive response. And uh, all kinds of stories like this of, you know, oh, well, clearly you just don't want it bad enough. You know, I mean, that, that's not really going to make somebody respond positively the the example that i gave where where i said like hey you need to question whether you know whether this is something that you're really ready for because you know that that was basically me saying what they had just told me a few days previous back in their face saying you said you're ready to go so let's do it um and that is really um like to to be blunt like that with somebody that's really out of my comfort zone it kind of goes against my default programming but I just had a sense, I'm like, this needs to be said. Um, and so those are kind of things that I think about and I really, really struggle with on email responses sometimes. Like I'll, I'll get a response from somebody and uh, it's happened a couple times where then there'll be a follow-up or I'll get an email from somebody and a couple times there'll be a follow-up a couple hours later like, hey, did you get my email? I'm like, yeah, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> Like, I, I don't want to respond immediately because uh, my initial reaction may not be the appropriate one. You know, it may be something that would make me feel good to get out, um, but it may not be what you need to hear. Um, or it may be my default reaction to something, which may also not be what you need to hear. So um, 
it's just it, it's always worth considering. You know, people are uh, people are people, and they're different. And um, what works, what the, the the kind of response and handling that works well for one person is not necessarily going to work for the other. And really, there's never any situation where it's at all appropriate in a professional setting um, to be rude or dismissive of anybody. Um, and Again, so many stories like that. So um, I would love to get your feedback on this. So I asked for, what was it? I asked for some stories um, last week. It might have been on this topic. I don't know. It might have been on something else. I don't remember. But the response I got was overwhelming on that. And by overwhelming, I mean non-existent. It was overwhelmingly silent. So come on. Step it up. Uh, I feel like I'm I'm shouting into uh, the vacuum of space over here. I know I'm not because I get good feedback on uh, on episodes from people. But call call the number, please. I mean, I will get down on my knees and I will grovel and beg if I have to. Um, but I really don't want to because what little shred of dignity I still have, I'd like to hold on to it for a little bit just because I feel like you know I may need it for something else down the road. I don't want to get rid of all of it right now. Um, so I won't beg. But I'm going to ask really nicely. Like, I'm, I'm changing my tone of voice here and everything. You can hear it in my voice, right? Like, wow, Darren's really, really desperate to have somebody call in his number and just leave a message. And maybe even just to say hi to him. I don't have a question, but you know what? The dude doesn't sound like he's in a good headspace. I'm just going to call this number and just, you know, wish him well and, and hope he doesn't, you know, do something stupid. Um, so the number is 865-518-518. 2974. And by something stupid, I mean, you know, go go stress eat a whole pan of brownies. Oh, wait, that was last night. And it wasn't stress eating. It was Game of Thrones eating, which is really kind of the same thing after last night's episode. So um, uh, 865-518-2974. I would love to hear your thoughts about demotivational coaches. Any bad experiences you have had there, share them. Um, you don't have to have a question. Just share a story. That's fine too. Um, the, the, the message, so that number will ring to a message line. Nobody will answer the phone. Don't worry. Um, you don't have to talk to a human being. You just hear my voice and it's all chipper like, hey, thanks for calling the drop set hotline or whatever the hell it says. It's cheesy. Um, that message does make reference. It says, like, please leave your message and try to keep it to about 20 seconds or so. And don't worry about 20 seconds. If you've got a longer story to tell, tell it. I don't care. Um, basically, what I wanted to avoid there was somebody saying, hey, Darren, this is so-and-so. And uh, hold on a second. Yeah? What's that? Okay, I'll be up there. So anyway, I had a question for you about the... Uh, oh, hold on. Let me crack open a beer here. <sighs> So my question, I wanted to avoid that kind of thing. So like be, be concise about it, but you, you can, you can talk for a little bit too. As long as you've got something interesting to say, be interesting. There you go. That's the only criteria I have. So I'd love to hear your story on demotivational coaches. I would love to hear your thoughts specifically on the wellness division. I don't, think it's impossible that people out there listening to this know more about it than I do because I literally never heard about it until suddenly the NPC tried to tell us that uh, all of their athletes have been clamoring for this uh, new division to be added in the U.S. So whatever. I mean, like I said, I think that's a total line of pure bullshit. Um, but I would love to hear, you know, if I'm wrong, let me know. So if you're aware of this, if you have thoughts about it, if you agree with me, if you disagree with me, I would like to hear that as well. I would love to hear opposing and conflicting thoughts on this. So let's hash it out. Give me a call 
and uh, do it in the next few days, please, um, so that we can put it together and have um, have a good um, discussion and hear some different uh, opinions and thoughts about it for Friday when we come back here. So um, once again, I appreciate you all for listening in. I uh, hope it was at least mildly entertaining. Oh, wait, hold on. I was going to give you the update, the lawn care update as well. It's a tail end. If you cut out now, you're not missing anything except, oh, that super secret thing that's coming at the very end. Yeah. Um, so the lawn care update. Um, I went ahead and did what I was talking about doing on Friday, which is I got some seed. I actually got some um, seed fertilizer and something else was mixed in, some kind of three-in-one Scott's lawn care thing. Um, and then I got some topsoil as well. So I got a 40-pound bag of seed, and I ended up using, you know, I had about 10 pounds of an old bag left, and then I used this, and I used about, 25 or 30 pounds of it. Like I really laid it on pretty thick. Um, and then I got, um, like two 20 pound bags of topsoil, which covered about, um, 10% of the yard. And all I did is I, I got my gloves on and I just grabbed it by the handful and I kind of sprinkled it around a little bit just to cover the patches that were really barren. Um, because if a good rain hits, um, that seed's going to wash away. So I just wanted to make it so that there's something to hold it down and something to keep the soil from drying out too bad. So I did that. And then today I went out and I wanted to investigate a better watering system because I, what, what, what I've been doing is just going out with the hose and just doing it all by hand. Uh, because if I put a sprinkler out there, uh, the area is big enough and it's irregularly shaped that I put the sprinkler in one position and then I've turned the water off and I have to walk out there and reposition it somewhere else and adjust the settings on the sprinkler, get the water pressure just right to get the right kind of coverage. A monumental pain in the butt. And I'm tracking all through mud out there and then I track it back in the house and it's just a pain in the ass. It makes me not do it if that's the watering system. So I went out and I got two sprinklers that I can daisy chain together. I've got to go out and get them positioned in just the right spots and then get them set so that their uh, radius and velocity are set up just right for the best kind of coverage. So that's a, a project for this evening. So anyway, there's the lawn care update in about two minutes. I tried to keep it relatively brief. The super secret thing uh, that I was going to talk about. Um, okay, hold on. I'm thinking here. I'm thinking super secret thing is, Hey, I love you guys. There you go. I'm sorry. That was a total, total cop out, total bait and switch. If you stuck around through that totally fascinating lawn care update, just for the super secret thing that came after it, all I can say is I'm sorry, but I gotcha. <laughs> okay. I'm done being a jackass. I'm out. I'll be back on Friday. 865-518-2974. Stories about demotivational coaches. And uh, give me your thoughts on the wellness division as well. Similar, conflicting opinions, whatever it is, let me know. We'll hash it out. <laughs>